Welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe podcast, I'm going to be talking about thoughtfulness and how it can amplify your life. The reason that I started thinking about this is I was actually looking at some of my videos that I was posting on Instagram and looking at the movement patterns that I have and what I was thinking about what I was I was thinking about what I was thinking about as I was doing the movement. And then it got me off on this tangent about how I could potentially be doing these thoughtfulness trainings or thinking about this stuff for everything in life. So I was also thinking about how the show should be called the All Around Joe Podcast, CrossFit, Fitness, Nutrition, and Life, because I just have some things that I want to talk about that don't have exactly the fit into fitness, nutrition, CrossFit. So we're going to get into all of the fitness, nutrition, CrossFit stuff in this podcast as it relates to thoughtfulness and how you can amplify your life. But we're also going to talk about a few other things that I think will just make your life better. So is that cool? You guys cool with that? Also, check it out. I'm recording from my new van here, which is what we are going to be living in for probably about the next year. So here's a quick little tour of the van. If you're listening, you're going to have to check this out on YouTube. But uh, you can see right there, we are crushing it in the van right now. So I'm sitting in the back of a Sprinter van. And if you want to see more of the Sprinter van, or if you're listening in, you're like, man, I cannot see what you're talking about here, go to our Instagram channel, which is at The Fantastic Life. So go to The Fantastic Life. We also have TheFantasticLife.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, maybe YouTube soon, but not yet, and Instagram. So before I hop into thoughtfulness and how it will help amplify your life, I want to make sure and let you guys know that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. And I am so stoked to have it brought to you by Audible because Audible is something that I use every single day. I'm a huge, huge listener of audiobooks. I think it's fantastic. I think that it is the greatest way to consume a ton of books unless you just have super amounts of free time, which I don't. So I get up in the morning, I pop in my headphones, I start listening to my audiobooks as I'm getting ready for my day, as I'm cooking my breakfast, as I'm making my green shake, as I'm just like getting... Pretty much any time that I have a free second, I'm clicking that audiobook on, I'm listening to it as I'm driving places. So I have this rule where if I'm driving out during the day, um, meaning like getting my day started or getting my day going, I have to listen to something that's educational. But if I'm coming back, so at the end of the day, then I can listen to something fiction. But I'm always using Audible, listening to audiobooks. And if you want to get yourself a free audiobook, Audible's hooked it up. All you have to do is go to allaroundjoe.com slash audible and you can get yourself a free audiobook download. I highly, highly, highly recommend the Ben Bergeron book called Chasing Excellence. Uh, very good, quick read, and has lots of great principles for life. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into thoughtfulness, all right? Because I feel like in this day and age, there's way too many people that are not being that thoughtful with pretty much anything, okay? And big shout out to uh, Invictus right here. I love CrossFit Invictus. They're a great, great program. 
thoughtfulness. Okay, so first thing on thoughtfulness, and if you're not watching this video on YouTube, I'm looking down to see my notes here. I'm not just distracted by you. But the first thing I want to talk about thoughtfulness is um, when you're talking with people. Okay, a lot of times we're just completely running off of emotion and what snaps into our head right away. And people have said, and I've experienced this, if you meditate more, you have a split second before your body goes into this automatic response that you're like, hmm, should I make this response or should I be quiet or should I make this response? So you actually have these options, but you can do it just by thinking about it or making sure that you're thoughtful when you're talking with people. Okay, a good example of this is, let's say somebody brings up a political topic and your gut reaction is to say something that you disagree with about how they said that. <laughs> There's a bunch of more topics that we could talk about as well. But really, let's use this political example. And you know that if you say what you're thinking, it will probably start a argument or a back and forth with it. But is that really beneficial? Do you really, really need to get your point across in this situation? I would say most often you probably don't. And if you're being thoughtful about it, or if you have that split second to make that decision, you can just be quiet. And then the relationship stays good and you don't have that back and forth and everything was better because it wouldn't have made a difference if you had let people know what your thought process was. Now, you could also be thoughtful or very thoughtful in the way that you presented your argument and that's another way of being thoughtful. So you could try that if you feel like you really, really want to get your point across because you're very passionate about it. Let's say it's like fitness, people working out versus not working out. For me, I would have to say something. I couldn't hold myself back. So I would try and be very thoughtful. And how I would do that is maybe I'd think about a question that I could ask. Oh, why do you feel that you don't need to work out in order to be in the best shape of your life? Or why do you feel that you can eat pretty much anything and that being fat is okay for your health and just dig in with questions because a lot of time these people will tell you or they'll walk themselves in circles in a way that you can get your point across without actually having to tell them what's going on so being thoughtful about it when you're talking with people be thoughtful when you're eating okay this is one that people get lose track of all the time they'll go to a restaurant with some friends and their friends are eating you know whatever the greasy burger the carbs whatever that you know you should not be eating so just be thoughtful about those things what do you need think about those things make the decision i've always told people that i've coached make the decision to have the burger or the pizza or the ice cream okay don't be thoughtful about it. Make the decision. Don't just go off of your gut or what somebody else is doing. That is never going to be the recipe for success. If you decide that you've eaten well and you're going to give yourself the chance to have that pizza ice cream burgers, then go for it. Do it. But make the decision. Be thoughtful about it. Don't just run off of you know what your emotions are. Okay, and this can go with, you know, how you're going to set up your day. Be thoughtful about how you're going to have your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, your snacks, all of that stuff. If you're thinking about it and you're thoughtful about it, you'd be amazed what you can do by just putting this thing in between your ears to work. All right. You can go out and read a book. You can follow my podcast and how to set up your diet for success. I believe it's allaroundyou.com slash 88. Gosh, you can learn these things, you can get good at them, and then you can be thoughtful about how you're eating, and you can set up your macronutrients to be successful for whether you want weight loss or performance 
or just to feel better. You can just do that very easily if you're thinking about it, if you're being thoughtful about it, all right? So then when you're drinking, and what do I mean? <laughs> this could be taken as drinking alcohol, drinking water, whatever. I meant it, I guess I originally meant it in the way of drinking water, but it's probably good to talk about the alcohol thing too. Same way with what you're gonna eat. If you're gonna eat a pizza or whatnot, if you're thoughtful about it, if you've made the decision that you decide that you're going to do that and you're not just like, oh, I, shoot, I feel really depressed, I'm gonna have a beer. Or shoot, my all my friends are doing, I'm gonna have a beer. What I've noticed is I can go to parties and I don't have to drink and I can just let myself relax and I can have just as good a time. I don't need to have the alcohol and I don't, out, let's be honest, most alcohol does not taste good. We have maybe acquired that taste to it, but it does not usually taste good. I can appreciate, you know, if you have a really sugary thing, then you're liking the taste of the sugar. But, you know, alcohol in and of itself doesn't taste good unless you're just some really strange person that has a very interesting palate for these particular things. And you probably didn't like them the first time. You had to have them a ton and ton and ton of times. And then convince yourself, like freaking hypnotize yourself, that it actually tastes good. So... Without it, it's much better for you. There's not really any good health benefits to having the alcohol. But if you decide, hey, I need to get tanked today, I need to just go out and let loose, then do it. I mean, every once in a while, I'll have that same thing happen where I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna let loose and see what happens. It might happen once a year, once every other year for me, so not very often, but it does, and I make the decision, all right, let's do this. You know, I know that I'm not going to feel good for a few days and that's okay. I'm okay with that. So you make that same decision. You make that same thoughtfulness, but with your water, what is more important than water? The only thing that's more important than water is air. Think about that for a second. I've said this before, but it freaking is. So when people are thinking about how much water should I be drinking, you need to know, you need to have that, you need to hit those numbers in order for you to feel right. And you know, people are also say, I don't wanna get up and go to the bathroom, whatnot. Who cares? Get up and go to the bathroom. There's a bathroom probably right where you are. So get up and do it. Most of you are probably not working hard enough that they can justify not getting up and going to the bathroom. So they probably like to get up and go to the bathroom anyway so that you don't have to work as hard. So people are like, oh, they're going to the bathroom. They weren't working. Come on guys, get that water in, all right? I really recommend that you do it. I use an app called Waterlogged for my iPhone that tells me, based off of the waking hours of my life, how much water I need to be drinking in order to hit my goal for the day. It is, it's a no-brainer. It just pops up like a notification, like your Facebook or Twitter, Instagram notifications that you guys should probably have turned off. Anyway. So water, be thoughtful about drinking water because you have air, you have water, you have sleep, you have food that you need as essential things to be living. Don't you think that's probably important to be having enough of it? It, will, it is literally the single most thing or most often thing that people change and they come back to me and say, holy smokes, Joe, I cannot believe how much having more water made a difference. It makes such a big difference in how you feel. People just do not realize it because they take it for granted. Get that water into your mouth, drink it down, you're gonna feel better. What I want to also note is that if there's alcohol or caffeine in what you're drinking, even if there's water added to it, we don't get to count it. Sorry. Sorry, dude and dudettes. None of that. All right, next up we have Oh man, this is a great one. When driving. Okay guys, if you drive a vehicle, please get off your goddamn cell phones. You are driving a multi-thousand pound killing machine and you're sitting there talking on your phone, looking down at your text messages, 
Get off the goddamn phone, please. I almost got hit the other day when I was out on a run, on an 800 or mile run for my CrossFit workout because some stupid chick was texting as she was rolling through the intersection. Holy crap, how do you not understand how important it is for you to be off of a distracted device as you're freaking driving down the street? Get over yourself and get off of it. Be thoughtful about it. If I am taking a text message as I'm driving on the freeway and I hit somebody at 60 miles an hour, you're probably driving 70 as is, but let's just say for example's sake, you're driving 60, there's a high probability you're gonna be hurting yourself and those that you hit big time. Mentally, physically, all of that stuff. Is it really worth it? Think about it, be thoughtful about it. Be thoughtful about when that text message pops up keep focusing on the road. Do not turn your attention to the text message, to the call, whatever. If you have to, make sure that you have, you know, your hands-free thing set up so you can click the one button on your steering wheel, you can answer your phone, you can have Siri say the text message to you, but please, 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 for God's sake, do not text message or answer your phone while you're driving unless it is a hands-free situation. I'm just one person and I've had it happen so many times where people almost hit me and they, I, they would have if it wasn't for me to get out of the way, whether I'm in a car or out running or walking. So I'm sure that tons of people listening and watching this have had the same experience. So do not be one of those people. It's not worth it. Sorry, I had to go out on that rant a little bit. I know that, that was not fitness, nutrition, health. But it is so important that I see so many people being not thoughtful about it, all right? Uh, when moving, okay, here we go. Those of you that are probably long gone now because they're like, damn, he didn't talk about moving yet. He was going off about driving a car and wanting to stay alive and help the world be a better place. So getting into moving, the first thing we're talking about is back squats, all right? So you gotta be thoughtful when you're doing these movement patterns. A lot of times people will show up to the gym and they'll just be going through the motions and that's okay if you've had a ton of time that you've been thoughtful about it and you've had good coaching so that when you're going through the motions, your body does exactly what it needs to be doing. But you have to be thoughtful the majority of the time. So when you're doing the back sweat, you've got to be thinking about where's the weight in my feet? Where's the bar positioned on my back? Where's my head position? Where's my spine position? Where are my knee positions? Constantly thinking about those things, constantly, so that as you're going through those movement patterns, every little cue that you can think about is is being checked off essentially. You have a checkbox. So pushing the hips back on the heels, dropping down, coming forward with the knees a little bit in order to keep the spine straight as you get down to the bottom of your squat. Am I gonna bounce off the bottom? Am I going to be slow off of the bottom? Am I going to press up through the heels, through my midfoot? Where's the bar feeling? How much forward lean do I have? You know, do I need to bail at this point? Am I gonna be able to get the barbell up? How many reps am I doing? Think about all of these things because you have this super duper brain top of your shoulders, so let's put it to work. And that's the back squat, so the front squat, you know. Are my elbows staying in position? Are they dipping down? Can I keep them up? A lot of times too, people will come up with these interesting things like, for example, on the front squat, their, their front, front rack is dipping down as they're doing their front squats. And they're like, oh, I need to go find this awesome Kelly Starrett video that shows me how to do this crazy ass band thing so that I can keep my elbows up as I'm doing my front squats. No offense to Kelly Starrett, I think the guy is freaking genius, he's awesome. 
But sometimes all you got to do is set yourself in front, up in front of a mirror or have a person give you feedback and just cue yourself to keep the elbows up. And it will activate the muscle group or the muscles that need to be activated in order to have that happen. And then it's like, bang, there you go. Or sometimes it's going to be like one arm is down, one arm is up. Just give yourself feedback and fix it. Sometimes you, you, it's cool, it's sexy to go and do these banded crazy things that you get from these gurus, which the gurus are awesome, like I said. But use those as warm-up techniques. If you're in the middle of it, don't stop your workout and go and try and do some weird-ass banded stretch. Just stick your damn elbows up and then get through the movement. And you'll be surprised at what your brain will do for you if you just ask it to make the change. Got it? All right, next up, deadlift. Same thing with deadlift. Most important thing when doing a deadlift, you wanna make sure your back stays flat so that you can have a safe position. I had some guy come into the gym yesterday and the whole class was doing deadlifts and he says, oh no, do we do deadlifts in here or do we do that movement? I don't think he said deadlifts. Um, that can be very dangerous for people. And I said, oh really? Do you pick up groceries off the ground? Do you pick up your dog off of the ground? Do you pick up anything off of the ground? And he's like, yeah. And I go, that's a deadlift. The only difference is they're picking up a barbell. It wasn't even heavy weight. And you're picking up the baby off the ground. It's the exact same thing. And if you're not thinking about it as the exact same thing, you're failing. You're failing at that picking up the baby off the ground deadlift. That's what you're doing. So when you're doing these deadlifts, you're doing them so that you can do things better when you're doing them outside of the gym. So you can be safe outside the gym. Most of the people don't hurt themselves inside the gym. They hurt themselves because they're picking up the baby off the ground or they're doing gardening and they're not using the deadlift technique that they've been practicing in the gym because they're not in the gym. So they weren't thoughtful. So you need to be thoughtful about it. And when you're picking up the planter or whatever, you have to use that same technique. That's why we're teaching it to you. So when you're doing the deadlift, it's really important. You know, your weight's probably gonna be slightly towards the front of your heel, okay? Front of the heel. Then as you are lifting that barbell up off of the ground, you're engaging your hamstrings, you're slightly pushing your knees to the outside, you're engaging your core, you're making sure that that back stays completely flat the whole time. If you're not sure, get feedback from a person, a coach, uh, probably not a mirror because I don't want your head turned sideways as you're doing that. I want your head to be in completely neutral spine. A video camera. We all have smartphones. Get one of those little tripods for $15 on Amazon and then set it up from the side to make sure that you are keeping your body in a completely flat back position as you're doing that. All right. Shoulders back, head neutral. Uh, one common fault that I see on the deadlift when you're being thoughtful about it, maybe you guys just don't know, but as you go down, you put the head up. I see even really high level CrossFit athletes and deadlift a ton of weight using really poor form when they do this. Your head is goes up when you're doing a clean or a snatch, but it's for a different reason completely. In the deadlift, when you're trying to move maximal amounts of load, you're gonna wanna make sure that you have that head in a neutral spine position the whole time, rather than looking up as you're going down, all right? Keep that neutral spine, you'll be stronger. Let's do that. 
All right, snatches, same thing. You wanna just be thinking about every little thing. And I know that this movement and the snatch and the clean and jerk, they move faster so that you will have a harder amount of time or less time to be thoughtful, but still be thoughtful. Be thoughtful about how you're getting into the position, how you're getting into the start of the movement. How do you step up to the bar every single time? Where do your hands go every single time? How are you trying to lift the barbell up off the ground for your first pull, your second pull, your third pull? How are you engaging your hamstrings, your glutes, keeping your core nice and tight? as you're going through that movement. Think about all of these little pieces that you can as you're going, because if you do, like I said, your brain is so powerful. Put that thing to work. Make sure that you're not going just through the motions. You're pulling up in a way that is going to make it beneficial for you down the road, okay? I understand that sometimes you're gonna to be totally brain dead and it's gonna be great for you to get a workout, but hopefully you've practiced these movements enough that you're not gonna be hurting yourself. I'd rather have you take that little bit of ounce of thought and put it into this and have a safer, more productive workout or life than if you were just gonna be cruising. So many people are cruising these days. Turn off the cruise control, start thinking about what you're actually doing. All right, we kind of talked about clean and jerks already. It's the same thing as snatch. You're gonna be thinking about these positions. This uh, jerk is gonna be a little bit different, but you're still using a lot of the trans, there's a lot of trans, transferability as you are doing these different movements. So we can think about that as far as uh, power position, high hang position, you know, dip drive, however you're gonna do it, there's a lot of transferring from one thing to the next. Think about that. Think about how you're launching the bar, whether it's from your shoulders or from your hips when you're doing the jerks or the snatches or the cleans. Think about these things so that you can make it transfer. Your brain will make those connections, and when it makes those connections, it's going to be moving faster down that highway of gains. Highway of gains, hashtag. All right. Uh, pull up, same thing. A lot of times people are letting their body just flail like crazy, but they need to be in these hollow positions and these really tight core positions. Think about that. Drill it as you do it. Don't expect or make the coach do it for you. You think about it. You think about what would be the best body position as you're doing these butterfly or kipping or muscle ups, right? Pull yourself. If this is your body and you're swinging through those positions, do you think this is better? Do you think like all of these bent positions are gonna be better? Usually the tight positions are better and you need to be thinking about it. And if you need to know or have reference, go follow people on Instagram. Go look at movement patterns of the people that are really, really good at this so that you have some sort of reference and then think about it as you're doing it. Don't just hop up there and think, oh, this is hard. Actually use your brain for the movement patterns Think about the positions that you're in, okay? Pull-ups are a great example because a lot of people just don't have good pull-ups where they can, you know, they do a five pull-ups instead of 25 pull-ups just because they hadn't gone through the process of getting their body into the right position. And the reason that that happened isn't because of coaching. I mean, I've told thousands of people what they should be doing, told them, showed them, you know, sometimes put their body into the right positions, but they need to be thoughtful about it and really want to make those changes and for, for it to happen, okay? Something as simple as lunges. I see people like, oh, I know how to lunge. Or we'll talk about running here in a second. I know how to lunge, I know how to run. You need to make sure that your weight is on the heel of your front foot when you're doing lunges. You need to make sure the knee is tracking in the same direction as the toe so that you're not gonna be putting any of those ligaments at danger in that front knee. You just need to have your core engaged. You need to be posturally sound, okay? For things like the pressing movements. Ah, so many times people hurt them sh their shoulders and they're like, 
why did this happen? And like, well, were you thinking about the position? Were you thinking about having a lat engaged as you were pressing? Or were you just kind of like doing it and getting it up? And did it look incredibly awkward, but you did it, okay? Because you were using, you know, overloaded in your chest and totally extending at your back. What was happening? Be thoughtful about it. And I have, <laughs> shoulders is a great one because I see people getting injured in it all the time. And then you always can go back to like, oh, what happened? And it's like, Oh, I did this heavy weight. Why did you do the heavy weight? Oh, I could do it. It's like, was it, were you holding yourself in a good position? Uh, there you go. There's your answer. So they would have been able to do much more weight had they kept themselves in a proper position. Maybe not today, but like in a month, a couple months, that was what would have happened because their body would have been able to transfer that force more effectively. Okay. And a shoulder is a great example. Make sure that you're in great positions for your overhead position, overhead positions, whether it be strict press or push press or push jerk, really important, really important for the shoulder overhead position, as well as those pull up positions. It's really easy. Well, I've seen people hurt themselves in those positions because they're not holding themselves to a good movement standard when they know what the movement standard is. So be thoughtful about that. So next up walking, be thoughtful when you walk. How many people do I see walking down the street with their feet like this? Come on guys, even professional athletes. I saw a picture of Bobby Wagner from the Seattle Seahawks doing that the other day. I'm like, come on, man. You are one of the top athletes in the world and you're going to be walking down the street like a duck when you know better. I mean, do you just think it's cool to do that? Let's go guys. I mean, walk with your feet straight, do what your body is going to be meant to do. Put it in an athletic position at all times. I had one of my best mentors of all time always tell me that like, your everyday position is your fighting position or your fighting position is your everyday position. So no matter what situation you're in, make sure that you're in a position that if you had to move quickly, you could, you know, if I'm here, sitting here chilling out like this, there's a time and a place for that, but be thoughtful with it. You know, don't just con just go into it unconsciously. Know when you're going to need to be, up and at them. When you're walking around, you should be always considering this. You're never lounging in a walk, right? So make sure that your walk is very controlled. Make sure that you know what you're doing. Think about what your arm swing is doing, leg swings, what are your knees doing? You know, make sure that you're using your body correctly. And that goes into running. You know, how many people have I coached that are like, running's hard. And it's like, well, why did you think about it? Have you studied how really good runners run so that you can mimic them? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, that's something that you should do if you want to be good at it, right? So figure out how to run well. Don't just think that your body is programmed to do it. It may be for some people that are just really talented or like lucked out and learn those things when they were children. But for the majority of us, we don't know what the heck we're doing. All right. We don't know how to run effectively. We don't know how to walk effectively necessarily. All right. We've got these big padded heels on our shoes. So we think we should use them and that's furthest from the truth. So figure out how you should be running correctly. And then when you're doing it, no matter how tired are you, you are try with your brain to put your body into those positions to groove those positions so that they become easier and easier Then that running's going to become easier and easier for you. Okay. And the walking is a great example because walking is also just as important. 
All right, hiking is another one. You know, if you've got a backpack on or you have weight on your back, you're gonna be a little bit different as far as your distribution goes. But you need to be thinking about why am I doing it? Why am I doing it this way? I'm going up a, a steep incline. How is my body leaning into the hill? Think about these things. Try different positions so that you can be more efficient, so that you can break down your body less. You just need to be thoughtful about these movement patterns. Your brain can figure it out, but you have to do the effort. You have to put in the effort to think about it. And it doesn't take that much effort. It just has to do with you being it has to do with you being stubborn enough or being conscious enough in order to just do it all the time. And then it becomes easy like anything else. All right. Working at your desk. Let's say that I'm working at my desk right now. Um, and have to be sitting because I'm going to hit my head on the ceiling if I was standing right now. So I couldn't be standing. I'm usually doing this podcast as I'm standing. Um, but let's say I'm sitting right now, but you see my shoulders are back. I'm sitting very erect. I'm not actually, I don't have a back at all. I don't think that you should be probably working with a back against your chair. Uh, yeah, back to your chair that you're leaning on. So be really conscious of it, right? Am I in my fight stance? I am, all right? How are my knees tracking against my feet as I'm in my working position? Are my shoulders, is everything aligned? Is my core engaged? It is, and I'm being thinking about these things as I'm doing this podcast so that I can share that with you so that you'll hopefully be thinking about them as well. All right, so moving on from movements in relationships, think about that. Put yourself second in a relationship. In as many relationships as you can, put yourself second and see how that does for your life. You know, especially your close relationships. Think about what the other person wants, what they need. Ask them what they want, what they need. Put yourself second. See what happens. That's all I'm saying. Be thoughtful about it. Don't think about, oh, what do I want? There are certain things that you need. You need air, you need water, you need food, okay? Get those things out of the way. Make sure that you're gonna survive. Um, then put these other people first and see what happens. It's pretty gonna be pretty interesting. Let me know. Try that, let me know. Uh, in your work, be thoughtful in your work, okay? I see too often, I hear too often of people that are like, oh, I'm not really happy with the work. And you spend way too much time in your work to not be happy in it. So be thoughtful about it, work really hard. I just had to fire someone in my other business because he was giving me the exact same amount of, let's call them widgets that he was doing or tasks every single hour, okay? And I have him report, it's not hard to report, just so you guys are like, man, you make him report every hour? It's not hard to report at all. He was doing the exact same amount which told me over a few months, I gave him a few months with feedback, that he was not giving his best effort, especially after I tried it myself, I put some other people, had them try it, and then asked him about it, and he was like, he gave me some, he, he gave me some mouth back, and I was like, okay, that's it, we're, you know, we're gonna dis, we're gonna get, have to move on from this relationship, because you're obviously not putting your full effort into what I'm asking you to do, and it was a very simple task. So you don't be that person, okay? Put your full effort into all of your work and see what happens. Just do it, right? If you're gonna be spending time with what you're doing, then you should give it 100% of your effort, whether it's in the gym, whether it's at work, whether it's walking down the street, whether it's going for a run, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's preparing your food. Put 100% effort into it. All right, do that and see how your life is gonna change. I guarantee that it will. Lastly, in your thoughts, okay? 
so many people that I work with, and I mean like that I mentor or that I'm coaching or whatnot, have thoughts that are not doing or not helping their lives. Okay. An example of this is like, we'll use a gym example. Going to the gym, you're going to lift some heavy weight. You're like, first thing is I can't do that. That's too heavy. I can't do that. I, I'll admit I have had those thoughts before, but they were years ago. My question is, if I see something that I think is a heavy weight is how can I pick that weight up? How can I do this? How long will it take for my body to get good enough to do this? What are the activities that I need to do in order to figure this out? What is it that I need to do to accomplish the goals that I have set in front of me? Never, ever do I say something like, I, I just can't do that. Ever. I mean, and here's how you do it. Okay, here, you know, you're like, oh, great, Joe, whatever. You told me that you can't, you don't say can't, you, whatever. Good job. You do that. High five. But the reason is because every time that it did pop into my head, because it did for years and years and years, up until like, you know, five or 10 years ago when I've started being re- getting really good at this stuff, I was, you know, Go into the gym. I'd see that weight. I can't do this. I'm not feeling that good today. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You have to take that, recognize it, so be thoughtful about it, and replace the thought with what it is that you want it to be. I can't do that weight. How can I do that weight? Why? How can I make my body feel better than it is? How can I make my mind feel better than it is? What do I need to do in order to make those changes? And then you do that enough. I mean, you just need to recognize it. So one of the clients that I'm coaching right now, I have her writing down every time that she has a, an, a disempowering belief. Okay. So something that doesn't help her life, write it down. And then she has to immediately think of something that would be positive. Okay. So, uh, I'm not feeling good today. I'm feeling great today. Or how can I feel better today? Uh, I can't, I can't achieve this, you know, monetary goal. I can't make this many cold calls today. This is going to be hard. This is, that's a good one. It's going to be really hard today for me to do this workout. Rather than saying that, immediately replace it with, this workout is going to be a fun challenge. I can't wait for it. All right? And I understand that you're going to have to work at this, but that's about being thoughtful. When these things pop into your head, you just replace them right away, and it's going to feel really weird and silly Okay, to say them to yourselves. Or you can say them out loud, however you want. Please, though, do not say them out loud in a way that's in a group so that other people can hear them because you're going to be convincing them, all right? When it pops up in your head, or if you do do that, let's say you walk into the gym, you see the workout, oh, man, this workout's going to suck today. I am not good at those movements. Immediately say, I mean, I'm sorry, I mean, this workout's going to be super challenged. I'm excited to get to practice these movements because it will help me to get better at them. This is going to be super fun. Let's do this. I like getting better. There you go. You can say that in your mind. You can say that in a group. You can say it whatever so that you're training yourself in eventually too. And it doesn't even take that long. People just don't work at it enough. It doesn't take that long. When it pops into your head, you find the replacement. And then what you're going to do is you'll go and you'll find that situation and you'll just start thinking about them a different way. And then you'll have a week, a month, a year pass by and you'll be like, wow, I'm way happier. My mood's way better. The people around me are way more interesting because you'll start to just, the thoughts are what lead the way for these things to happen. So be very thoughtful about what you're doing and it's going to amplify your life. I guarantee it, all right? If you guys have any questions about this or comments or concerns, I wanna help you with those questions, comments, or concerns. 
put them in the comment section below at allaroundjoe.com slash 138 or if you're on the YouTube channel, if you're on my YouTube channel, just put them in the comments below. I'd be happy to answer them. If you think that I'm full of it, let me know. I'll be happy to talk about that. Um, but yeah, guys, I really want to help out. I want to make this world a better place. Drive better. Don't text and drive, please. If you want a free audiobook, which I highly recommend because we can learn so much more if we're listening to books on a regular basis, go to allaroundjoe.com slash audible. Get yourself a free book on me. Love the audible relationship that I have. It's fantastic. Allaroundjoe.com slash audible. Like I said, if you guys have comments, questions, or concerns, drop them in the show notes wherever you're at. Make sure that you check out my website because I've got free downloads. I, I have my superhuman body series that you can download for free if you just go to allaroundjoe.com. Highly recommend it. You can follow me at allaroundjoe on Instagram. Twitter is actually Joe underscore Bauer. That one's weird. Um, or Facebook is all around Joe. And if you want to follow the van adventure that I'm on right now in this van, go to Instagram and the fantastic life, the fantastic life. So hope you guys have enjoyed this. The All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self improvement joke.